You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Welcome aboard. I am Joe. It's Monday Mug Day. Fun on a Monday? It's unheard of. But I've got a one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show travel mug right here for you with a sample of Joe Coffee in it. It's pretty cool. First person with the correct answer on the hotline, which is 800-946-1765. Then you win the 620 version. And there's a 720 version. It's amazing. But you're not going to wake up anybody to go tell them, right? It's, it's all for you. And it's an easy question coming up. That's going to be cool. So I just came across and found out that the United States Postal Service is seeking volunteer Santas. You don't have to dress up or anything. You just have to pretend to be Santa to write back to kids who wrote letters to Santa. Think about it. Think about the opportunity you might have in that. If you like to write kids, uh, you know, and it's, I think it'd be a great, neat little opportunity for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you got an opportunity to get it in there. You adopt uh, 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 the one you get to pick out, go through the letters, and you pick out the ones that you quote love, according to the postal service. Then you reply to the letters in character as Santa Claus. Um, you're being asked to register to create Operation Santa account on the so your identities can be verified and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the letter re response program is open through December the 19th, so you got a little time to work on this. And I will post the link. To the United States Postal Service Operation Santa Claus Volunteers Needed link. <laughs> I'll post that link on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page just for you. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Here we go. It is Monday Mug Day, and the Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline is open. There are not operators standing by. It's just me, so <laughs> wait a second before you call. Uh, the hotline is 800-946-1765. And the first person with the correct answer to this question, well, you win the Cup of Joe Morning Show travel mug today and a sample of Joe Coffee, all right? What was rolled away from the entrance to the tomb? The one that Jesus was buried in, what was rolled away from the entrance to the tomb? Was it a chariot, a Pharisee, or a large stone? All right, so you call me and tell me right now. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Cup of Joe Morning Show. Yes, indeed. That's the Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline. Let's go and see if anybody wants my mug. Yes, good morning. Who's this? This is Stephanie. Stephanie, how are you doing today? You okay? I'm good. I'm good. You want my mug? I do. All right. <laughs> Answer this question. What was rolled away from the entrance to the tomb that Jesus was buried in? Was it a, a chariot, a Pharisee, or a large stone? A large stone. You got it. You got my mug. Congratulations. Thank you. You're certainly welcome, Stephanie. Wow, Merry Christmas, too. Merry Christmas to you as well. All right, heading now. Busy time of the day, isn't it? 626. Take a deep breath. I remember the person that was training me one time, you know, just riding a bike. But it was very interesting, the philosophy, uh, how, how spiritual it was, you know. Take a deep breath. Through your nose and let it out through your mouth. And when you do, let go of something. <sighs> right there, right? Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Christmas memories. Well, let me know. 800-946-1765. 
could be going out to get the tree. That was a big one right there. I always remember that, you know. What was it? It was like 15 bucks, right? In some places, the price of a Christmas tree stayed the same throughout my childhood that I remember. Maybe I'm just dreaming. Maybe that's like all memories, you know, where they just, you just got those, you're out of whack. That's what you are. But I just remember that. And even into adulthood and thinking, you know, I had my own family, at least in the beginning, you know, back in the, like right around 90 and 1990, <laughs> something like that. They weren't crazy, but I just remember that. It was always a lot of fun because it was there was always that unexpected, you know, thing that well, there were needles everywhere. Is it going to fit? Did it fall off the car? Do we have to put it on top of the car, put it in the car? I would stick it in the car and have the kids hold it rather than try to trust my not tying on top of the car. That's, that's just the way it was. But then I remember, I think the last one we did, my youngest son and I went out. We got one of those. I was determined to go get one from the Boy Scouts, and I did. And my son's like, hey, Dad, let's get it another foot higher. I'll pay the difference. Okay. <laughs> Dad's over there. Me. Okay. So we get it home. We put it up and the top foot that we extra we got just scrapes across the top of the ceiling reaching the heart of the northeast the sound of life so uh, every year there seems to be an impossible to find christmas toy you know you remember furbies <laughs> i don't want to bring back any bad memories but nintendo switches yeah i mean you know we never did i never i never joined the throngs of, no i wouldn't do that, but uh, there was always those crazy things. You remember the era and stuff like that. And this year is no exception, really. And it's uh, called. It, it really is pretty cool. It's a celebration of motherhood. It's called Mama Surprise. Probably ideal for preschool girl, right? It features a mama guinea pig that children care for by petting it and feeding it celery. Then, when it's ready, they put it in its enclosure. And then a baby guinea pig appears, and then there was another one, and then another one. So you can get three all together, but you don't know. You have to wait. I mean, the the, the cool thing about the toy is that it's called Mama Surprise, and you get to wait, right? And you get uh, you get to have a pet, and it's just a surprise. As the enclosure has two doors, one you can see the guinea pig through, and then the other one is you can't see. They don't let you see. And they wouldn't tell me how it's done. So I don't know how it does. It's really cool. But of course, as in all holiday fads, it's impossible to find. Why are you telling me about this? Well, I just thought it would be good to know. Uh, ask if there would be any more inventory available. Belinda, who's the chief marketing officer for the toys manufacturers, manufactured at Moose Toys, believe it or not. Said Mama Surprise is definitely one of our breakout stars this holiday. There's additional Mama Surprise inventory coming throughout the holiday season. But given its popularity, it sells fast. So we recommend Consumeth. You buy it if you see it. If that's what you want. Now, you can buy them on eBay because people buy them to resell. And they're very expensive. They're over $100 there. So see what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. But uh, it's interesting what takes off, isn't it? You just never know. And it's a delight for me to tell you that the hottest toy this year is 
Mama's surprise. It's pretty cool. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words, putting into sentence, doing. The sound of life. So here we go. Monday Mug Day Part 2. You can join Stephanie and uh, get the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show travel mug. Hold on before you call the 800-946-1765 number because we don't have operators standing by. So it'll just go to voicemail. I don't want you to lose out. This is your opportunity right here, okay? How many bo- first person with the correct answer on the hotline, you get the, you get the mug. How many books in the Bible have the name John in them? Is it four, zero, or 20? Call me right now. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Let's go to the Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline. See if anybody still wants my mug with some Joe coffee. Good morning, Cup of Joe Morning Show. Who's this? Hi, my name's Jaya. Hey, Jaya. How you doing, man? I'm good. You want my mug? Yes, I do. Okay, Jaya. You probably got this all over. How many books have in the Bible have the name John in them? Four, zero, or 20? Four. Four, yeah. I can try to throw you off with the four, but you're too good for me. Jaya, congratulations. You got my mug with some Joe Coffee. How's that? Yeah, man, Jaya, and uh, good morning to you. Favorite thing to do at Christmas. Be out on the roof edge with a howling wind with 20 degree below zero wind chill and stapling lights. (laughs) Said, Said no one ever probably did that. No. The sound of life. It's just quick and sweet. Her uh, 8 p.m., you know, and her son's getting sick, and she calls her dad to see if he'll come with me so I can go out to Dollar General and get some meds for my son, right? And he says, of course. And uh, he says, hey, Elaine, stop at the gas station right here, you know, because that way you won't have to worry about it tomorrow because I see your gas light's on. See, dad's always doing that kind of stuff. He's right because I got busy, Elaine said, you know, and he's out there cleaning my windshield, all these long-distance meetings they had to go to. I got all those bugs, you know, on there. And he's cleaning it off and, you know, helping me with the gas and everything. No questions, no judgment, no expectation for anything. And I'm thinking, wow, he's just serving his daughter, right? He, it's just a natural for him. He just does it, of course. Didn't even think twice about it. So she wanted to give a shout-out to dads. You're special and... Your daughters are very thankful. Appreciate that very, very much. Thanks, Dad. The Sound of Life. That is for King and Country with Jordan Sparks. Love me like I am. Of course, their concert coming up in Albany on April 21st. Tickets available right at our website. We got the banner up there. Very exciting giveaway starting on the uh, Thursday. Coming up this Thursday, it is the 12th days of Christmas for King and Country giveaway. Check it out on our Facebook page because it's not just tickets. It's all kinds of really neat stuff. We'll take the 12th caller every day, but sometime between 7 and 8, you'll have to hear the uh, sleigh bells. So we'll be listening for sleigh bells. Wake up in the middle of the night hearing sleigh bells. (laughs) That's kind of the thing. I kind of wonder what this guy hears. Mason Deschamps. He's a young guy. 
Somebody said, I'm not saying you have to scale a skyscraper to protest abortion, but if you do, you've got pro-life street cred forever. I dare say. I saw the, the video on this, and I you've seen these guys scale buildings? You know, they've been around for a while. There's got to be a law against it because they get arrested when they get to the top. There's always police waiting for them. And Mason said, yeah, they kind of give you a thumbs up. I mean, you know, they're kind of like, wow, dude, you're something else. And there needs to be a law against scaling these tall buildings because otherwise there'd be hordes of people lining up to do it. I mean, you know, every day <clears throat> I say that, <laughs> like, yeah, okay, there's a need to be a law to scale a 54-story building on the outside, but he's a living legend, I guess, Mason Deschamps is. He recently um, went up the 54-story Ritz-Carlton skyscraper in Los Angeles out on the front, climbed the front. He's got no ropes. He's doing this with shorts and sneakers. It's amazing. Of course, you know, he was met with the police and the firemen and all that kind of stuff. And so he started this uh, free climbing skyscrapers to raise money and awareness for his cause. He is a, uh, some people will label him a women's rights protester. It's a good way to describe. He's a pro-life activist. Wants the best for both women and their babies. He always hangs a banner up there, you know, pro-life banner. Onlookers got a rare treat at both a pro-life banner and a fireman rolling around in an airbag. <laughs> so, you go Mason, man. Mason Deschamps. Wow, that's amazing. You're making the rest of us have sweaty palms, but you do what you got to do for pro-life. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. If you're one of those people that does not like the University of Alabama football team, you think they're in every playoff just because they want to see them in there, and maybe there's some truth to that. They're not in this year's Final Four of college football teams. Uh, number one, Georgia, will be playing number four, Ohio State, on Saturday, December 31st. And then after that, number two, well, I guess maybe number two, Michigan, number three, TCU, play first. I'm not sure I didn't get the times. They both play on the 31st, right? Number two, Michigan plays number three, Texas Christian University. TCU there, man. That's, uh, anyway, uh, Georgia and Ohio State play. And there are 43 bowl games uh, in between. The championship game, whoever wins out of uh, the Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, that'll be at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles on the 9th. If you've never seen SoFi Stadium, I mean, you know, watch professional football, just watch that game come on, and you'll see, or you can Google it, <laughs> do what I do, and Google it and go, oh, got to be kidding me. That's something else. That's It's uh, very interesting, but not as fascinating as the simple little things that happen on the field, like with a couple of minutes left in a high school football game, Blake collapsed on the ground. The trainer started working on him, but his heart had stopped beating. People in the crowd who were CPR certified were coming out and trying to revive him. His family never will forget how the entire stadium began praying for their son's life in one accord. Wow. Got a guy on the field, his heart stopped. He will start praying, right? I don't care where they are. I don't care what the laws are, the rules are, anything like that. We're taking it to God right there. The senior quarterback said, we started on a knee. We knew there was something wrong. 
once we saw everybody rush in, we knew exactly what we had to do, and that was to go to God. 20 minutes later, when his heart started to beat again, everybody said, I think that's a miracle. Absolutely. The sound of life. Let's check it out. Christmas traditions, and I never even heard of this. You may have. Uh, very likely, some of you have, no doubt about it, and maybe getting ready to make cookies already. But one of the traditions that maybe we should get a hold of is going to happen on December 13th. It's called St. Lucy's Day. It commemorates the courage of a young woman who gave up her life rather than denying her faith. St. Lucy's Day is celebrated all over the world. Some of the best traditions come from Europe, and now in Italian homes, you would be baking sweet rolls and bread to be eaten with breakfast. Mm-mm-mm. If they're any good, they're not gluten-free, so, you know, I wouldn't... I don't know, could I cheat and have one? I think I could for St. Lucy's Day, maybe. You know, I'd be getting some looks, but I'd be okay. Uh, then you t- take the leftovers to the neighbors and friends. If you're in a Swedish family, the oldest girl often dresses in a white robe and wears an evergreen crown with candles that are battery-operated. <clears throat> she then leads the rest of her family to the dining room to eat the bread they prepare. Kind of neat. Celebrating St. Lucy's Day is a wonderful reminder to you and everybody, really, that we're called to be lights in an often dark world like our savior jesus christ pretty cool there i'll post a little bit that's that was an imom.com contribution for you and i will uh, post it on the cup of joe morning show facebook page that link if i am technical enough the sound of life yesterday so i went to the um, dentist for a cleaning which quite honestly i think i tread that worse I'd rather have a root canal. At least I know what's happening and I'm going to be numb the whole time, right? And the cleaning thing is all this procedural stuff they got. But they got all this new stuff now. And it doesn't take very long to do it. It's 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 like very hands-offy, which I really like. Although, and I thought, you know, it's very similar to that time you go to the, car, the uh, brushless car wash. You ever done that? I don't know if you have the courage to do that or not. Take your car through the brushless car wash and you're like how is this thing going to get my car clean if there's no brushes to brush my car with all the suds and stuff well buckle up <laughs> you're going to find out how it's the same thing with your teeth buckle up they should give you goggles it's this laser powered thing you know that's i don't know what it is because can't, i can't see it it's in my mouth you know just scorching your teeth anyway so it's a couple step procedure but it doesn't take long at all it's kind of cool actually i was very disappointed that the flavor of toothpaste or whatever it is now they don't brush your teeth anymore i don't know it's some kind of odd technological high advanced star trek thingy they do you know oh your teeth are clean now but it, the flavor was <laughs> baking soda. I was like, all this high-tech stuff, right? And I can't have pina colada. I don't understand that. I, 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 I really did. They don't let us out much. <laughs> the Sound of Life. Good morning. Welcome. I am Joe, and it is bell ringing time. It's the Salvation Army Red Kettle campaign, right? You guys giving generously. I wanted to get a hold of um, Captain Kelly, right? Find out 
you know, what they need, what we can do for her. So, got her on the line right here. Uh, Captain Kelly, thank you very much. On the Salvation Army and the volunteers there and the people outstanding this time of the year. I know it's very busy. How uh, what's what's going on really? You know, so Joe, we we have a couple different things happening this Christmas season. We have the bell ringing as you referenced, and we could really use some volunteers, whether it's individuals or groups um, that are willing to stand anywhere from two to four to six hours at a time. Um, those volunteers help us raise the dollars that we use to fund all of our programs all year long. Um, we also have another program called the Angel Tree, where we currently have over 300 children on our list, and the calls are still coming for assistance. And so families can adopt a child from the community and uh, purchase them a gift and bring the gift back to us so that we can then give it to the families for Christmas. Excellent, excellent. I guess people right about now going, well, how do I get in touch with you do you have a uh, like a website are you on facebook yeah i'm on facebook the uh the salvation army newberg Corps is our facebook page okay how can we pray for you you know it's a busy season we've had um <clears throat> some people that are ill and um we were having an after school program so we want all the kids to stay healthy as long as the staff and you know we just want to be able to meet the needs in the community so um you know obviously our bell ring season's big and then um the Angel Tree program. But, you know, the need has gone up every day for, like, our soup kitchen, our food pantry. And um, so we're just praying that we're able to continue to meet the need for the community. Mm. Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. Time well news flash. Jesus did it all. <laughs> so I look at this article as five reasons you don't have to do it all this holiday season. I imagine in wherever it is in the halls of you know scripting and stuff, article writing, it's like well, how many of these do we want to, you know, when do you get to the top 10 list? It's always like if it's your favorite cookie, it's always a top 10 list. But if it's reasons that you don't have to do it all, it's about five all they can handle. I mean, if it's really big and spiritual, they only give you three, you know, like free, three reasons to keep your marriage together. <laughs> Something like that. It was, we got to keep it real simple, right? But really it all boils down to, and this is true in a lot of life. Hey, good morning. I'm Joe. And um, you know, we get caught up in doing things because that's part of our nature, right? And it's a fallen nature, really. I mean, because you find out, right? You, you, this idea that, oh, man, I'm so busy. I'm on my phone all the time, and I've got to be there, you know, and I'm rushing from one place to another, and I'm doing this, and I've got the calendars all loaded up and everything, you know. It seems to be kind of like a, a social attribute kind of thing, but it isn't really because it wears you out. You become like a hamster on a wheel, you know, you're just spinning and spinning. It's not good for your spiritually or healthy or, you know, they all work together, right? And so you got to remember he did it all. He's already done it. But boy, we fight that, don't we? It always reminds me, this is a true story. Years ago, uh, a, a, a mix was developed for cake. I don't know who did it. One of those famous cake mix people. People did it, and they had everything. They managed to get everything you needed for the cake right into the box. And all you had to do was just mix it in with water. And nobody bought it. 
<laughs> they were like, nope, I ain't buying that. I ain't going for that. You know? And I have to admit, you have to, don't you? You would say, yeah, that seems a little sketchy, doesn't it? I mean, you know. And so then what they did was they made it, oh, you have to add an egg. <laughs> you know, boom. It's all, okay, that's good for me, you know. That's kind of the way it is. It's amazing. But when it comes to the most important thing in your life, where you will spend eternity, then realize that Jesus is the one that did it. And we just have to say, thank you, Lord. I believe it, right? Absolutely. It's the way it is. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The Sound of Life. Uh, good morning to you, even though it's, I mean, it's December 6th. All right. It's 8.36. I am Joe, and we last left Shelly, my friend, ringing the bell for the Salvation Army. And um, she's at, it, was, it was kind of a frantic morning. Full of energy she is, ringing the bell. This is the way it was. Like this, right? And then she said all of a sudden, and I should picture this because bell ringers, in case you don't remember, they have a tripod that holds the kettle down underneath there, and then on the top is the sign that designates them as a bell ringer for the Salvation Army, doing the most good, I believe is what it says, Salvation Army. And she said, suddenly a gust of wind came along and just took my sign sailing like a kite out into the parking lot. And now I'm ringing the bell. <laughs> she said, you're not supposed to leave the kettle, right? You can't just go run after it. However, there was a, a dashing man in shining armor came to her rescue. A man in a walker. Continue that story, Shelley. And this poor elderly man on a walker is laughing so hard. He comes over and he says to me, you want me to get your sign? I said, thank you. You're an answer to my prayer. A man with a walker <laughs> went and got your sign. Well, because this is, a, this is how God uses people to answer people's prayers. Because he's on a walker, he's now stopping cars from driving over the sign. He's got his hand up in the air. Wow. And he's got one hand in, up in the air and one hand on the walker. It's taken him 30 minutes to get to my <laughs> sign. So there's a whole line of cars. He gets the sign. He's smiling because he's doing something for somebody. He's blessing somebody. And all these cars are now saying, what the heck's going on here? So they see me. Because <laughs> you can't block the entrance to the store. So they see me. And, they, and they're looking. And it must have touched their hearts. Because they all pulled in slowly and parked. Now, these are people that are just shopping, you know, at 9 or what in the morning or 10. And they're probably rushing in a hurry. And, you know, when they go by me, usually saying, oh, I'll get you on the way out. And then they forget. Well, this, this older man and I are talking. And people are walking up to go into the store. And I notice they're slowing down. And they're opening their pocketbooks. Wow. And their wallets. And they're coming up, and I'm saying, Merry Christmas. And they're saying, Merry Christmas. God bless you. I said he did. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up do something. The Sound of Life. I am Joe, and today, of course, is Pearl Harbor Day. You're like, what's that? Uh, Japan bomb surprise attack Sunday, uh, December 7, 1941. 
My dad always said, I remember everybody marked that day. We always remember where you were on Pearl Harbor Day. And then it became the day that John Kennedy, President of the United States, was assassinated. 1963, November 22nd. Always remember that day. That has been eclipsed by 9-11. 9-11. If I wrote the number on the board before that, 9-1-1, people would say, well, that's 911. That event changed the way we say those numbers. It's amazing how fast things can change in the culture and the way things are seen. And one of the good things, I think, is the way that Dallas Jenkins has written and portrayed Jesus and the life of the apostles and what it was like to walk the earth and get dusty and hungry. And people have seen Jesus in a very new way, millions of people. And so I, I just think that's a real God thing. I don't think he had any idea how that was going to turn out when he started it. It's crowdfunded, so he's not looking for it. He's just saying, you know, pay five, ten bucks, $1,000, whatever you want, towards the cause. But so many people, young people, have looked at that and said, I now have a different perspective of the way I see Jesus. I think it's more realistic. You know, he hurt. He walked. He, he got hot from the sun. He feels what you feel. You're talking about the creator of everything. Excuse me. Sorry. Get a little excited when I start talking about Jesus, Lord and Savior. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. The sound of life. Unfortunately, I mean, it's mild, but uh, some showers around, but maybe not. Okay. You know, going through a little bit of fog and drizzle and stuff like that now this morning, but things are okay. It's amazing how warm it is outside. It's not. You know, it's a little bit unsettling sometimes. You're like, should be cold, right? Sitting there in all that rain last night, looking out, thinking, you know what everybody says? Well, it's not snowing, right? And then, and then at some point, people are like, I just wish it would be snow. It seems like it would be easier, you know, to deal with. But you know, th this time of the year, maybe things are going perfect for you. Maybe the cookies all come out right, and the tree looks beautiful, and all your friends are going to be welcome to your place, and everything's going along okay, and nothing's on back order, and all that, you know. I'm, <laughs> you know, don't roll your eyes at me. You know, expectation basically, I think, is what kills. You know, you have high expectations somewhere in your mind. You've you've built this thing up, what it's going to be like, and man, if it doesn't come up to that, it causes stress. Is what it causes. It's not good, and and everybody knows. I mean, the experts know that stress is at a very high level this time of the year. But they say maybe we should do what the Danes do. You know. And, and, and people, the Danish people, I mean, they have uh, an, an extraordinarily long winter. I mean, they, they, they have some dark, gloomy days, but yet they're some of the happiest people on earth. How can that be? I don't know. They have a word for it. Um, and uh, it, it's kind of a word for having the energy to do something. It's called overscud. Overscud? I don't know. Overscud. So then you have to have the overscud to do it. Oh, oh, I don't think I have the overscud to go to that party. No, I'm not going to be doing that. I don't know, you know. And uh, they try to eat healthy so they can get overscud. Overscud? I don't know, whatever you say. It's just kind of funny. <laughs> you know, I just got to go, well, not the way it turned out to be. You just have to... Take a deep breath and let something go. I just think that's the best way to do it. Just like all the time, you know, moment by moment, take it, okay? I think we've been over this. Okay. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. 
Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. I'm glad she shared her story, but I, she had to. You know, it's one of those things because she she's just so excited and she has to pinch herself thinking that it's a dream. That kind of stuff you want to share. I've read stories and testimonies, they call them, people who were raised Jewish. You know, they were taught that, no, Jesus is not the Messiah. He's, no, he's not. And they're looking in the Bible. It, maybe the prophets, Jeremiah, Isaiah, you know, maybe they're looking at the writer of what Hebrews said. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. You know, and they're like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Yes, yeah. And, and, and you know, and it, just, and it just hits them. And it's like, that's it. And what do they do? They get so excited, they go tell the rabbi. <laughs> and you just go, ooh, <laughs> like that, you know. Uh, it's very exciting. So this young lady, and she is too, she said after two years of applications and interviews and rejection after rejection, I started to believe the hate comments and messages. Maybe I would never be able to work as a bedside nurse again. I was about to give up. When I had one final interview for a position on a mother-baby unit at a local level one trauma center. After so much rejection, I figured they'd take one look at my disabled body and turn me down. But to my surprise, when I brought up the chair, the response wasn't what I was used to. What I heard was, quote, I don't see why being in a wheelchair would impact your ability to deliver good nursing care in the slightest. Plus, you're the perfect height to catch. Isn't that awesome? She said, I was stunned, to say the least. I kept thinking they made a mistake. Maybe I misheard them. So much so that I barely told anyone and I had my orientation schedule in hand, but it was real. And I didn't mishear a thing. Monday, I will begin orientation for my new job as a night shift nurse on a mother baby and the hospital's very first RN on wheels. I still keep thinking I'm going to wake up from this incredible dream. Y'all pray for me as this trauma junkie learns a very different specialty. Stay tuned for more as I navigate entering back into the world of bedside nursing on wheels. Bless her, Lord. Bless her tremendously. The sound of life. Oh, I think it's funny. Usually this something like this happens in February. We had that February thaw after we've been really, really cold right after Christmas. Still expect that. And then it but the, the trade-off is it's cloudy and foggy and misty and all that, you know. So I mean, how many days does it take of that and go, all right, well, the warm is nice, but let's get some sunshine in here, can we? <laughs> We're never happy, are we? We're never satisfied. It, well, it's true. The anticipation of change is it's a pretty big deal. So I'm going to try to get through this. It's kind of a pro-life moment right here. I mean, it wasn't. it's not labeled as that. It's just uh, results of scientists in Japan doing this study of unborn babies and one of the risks that happens is there'll be a tear in the amniotic sac. And they know that what can happen to that is premature birth. Now, sometimes that amniotic sac gets repaired. Not by any intervention other than the babies, right? It, I mean, it, it can have devastating consequences, but these scientists in Japan that are studying it uh, found out there's a phenomenon that requires the cooperation of the developing fetus. And this investigation uh, of what's going on in there 
uh, is part of new research that's helped laying the groundwork for a keener understanding of healthy pregnancies and when things go awry. So if the sac gets repaired, which it does sometimes, it's up to the baby to say, I want to get this repaired. I know I've read things like that before. There's something about in the mother, the blood or something in the mother, if they, but see, they're not, they're separate. That's one thing you have to know. You know, there's two separate human beings there. <clears throat> what a what a revelation, right? As, I mean, you know, the, the baby's got its own thing going there. It's, it's, it's just it's just one of the most awesome things that you ever It's amazing. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. I don't know if you're old enough to remember. He goes way back into the 60s. He was a big star. His name um, was Danny Kay, funny guy, and he was a star in a movie called White Christmas. That is a must on the on the list of the traditions to do, maybe in your family. White Christmas. Are you probably pretty familiar with the character this, that he plays, Danny Kay? He was reflecting on a parent's love for his children in an article on Guidepost back in 1963. And he's kind of asking a rhetorical question. Have you ever felt as a parent guilty about your children? You ever worried for fear you weren't giving them enough time, enough love, enough of yourself? And he said, you're an unusual parent if you haven't, probably. He said, I want to pass along something I learned some years ago when our daughter, Dina, was quite small. He said, you know, I would go away a lot. And I, he's, you know, I... His daughter didn't really understand why he had to leave, and he remembered playing with her intensely on the days leading up to his departure. And then once he got home, he just kind of overwhelmed her with kisses and presents and stuff. I wanted very much to hear her say, I missed you, but she never said it. Each time I left and each time I returned, I sensed a greater withdrawal by Dina, according to Danny Kane. One time he had the great pleasure of touring out in Africa and other places in the world for United Nations Children's Fund and the World Health Organization there, uh, bringing awareness to diseases, malnutrition, leprosy, malaria, things like that. But he saw something very fascinating there, and it stayed with Danny Kay when he got home, right? there was an, It was in India, and there was a mother and father, and they had a son that came out of surgery. And they just sat in the corner of the room. And their son saw them there. They didn't run over there and hug him or anything. He thought, that's interesting. But then the son would want something and he would give his request to his parents. And they would go and make sure he got whatever he needed. Right? They just sat there otherwise. And he thought, oh, that's very interesting. When he wants something, they're there. They're on it. Right, But other than that, they, they don't overdo it. And when he got home, he said, for once, I was trying to find out what she wanted and not satisfy what I wanted, right? Find out what your daughter wants. Let her set the pace for the questions and stuff. And he said, he said I heard her say what I had wanted to hear her say for a long time. I missed you, daddy. It's pretty cool. Especially coming from, the guy was a big star. Listener supported The Sound of Life. So I had to look all this up because I always forget. I can picture their faces in my mind. They're the faces you see all the time. The husband and wife team, kind of, they're everywhere now. With the royal family from England, the UK. Now that Queen Elizabeth has passed, 
We have Princess of Wales. They call her Kate. Her name is Catherine. And then her son, or her son, or her husband, right? Always married to uh, William, Prince of Wales. I cannot keep all that stuff straight. I will not keep all that stuff straight. And apparently a lot of people feel that way. And it's not unusual if you do feel that way. We're Americans. We have a we have a we have a thing. And maybe some people would call it a natural enmity, right? So anyway, they were visiting recently and they were in Boston and they went to a Boston Celtics NBA game. Players didn't seem to pay much attention. People didn't say all that much. So as after every NBA game, the coach of the Celtics giving a post-game interview. His name is Joe Mazzula. And he won a lot of cred, as they say, with a lot of people and probably you, once you hear how he responded to this question. You think about that. You're up there. You're the coach. You're getting, you know, what about all Jameson? What's he going to do now? Is he going to be injured? Is he, you know, and all these questions. You got to start Smith and then they, you know, all these questions, and then because this young female reporter, I guess, was like, nobody's asking about the royal family. <laughs> and so she did. And his response is priceless. And I don't care if the Celtics win every game the rest of the season. Ready? Okay, listen close. Did you get a chance to meet with the royal family? And if not, how was it like having them there in the building? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph? <laughs> The Prince and Princess of Wales. Oh, no, I did not. I'm only familiar with one royal family. I don't know too much about that one. Thank you. Yeah! The Sound of Life. Man, what a story this is, and I just really hope it helps you out. You know, and uh, man, I'm just really thankful that she posted it, and probably because it was such a joyful event where she thought it was going to end just really bad. Okay. And she posted, she said, after two years of applications and interviews, two years, how long have you been going? How long have you looked? Maybe maybe that's nothing for you. But she's looking for two years, getting interviews rejected after rejection. She said, I started to believe the hate comments and messages, and maybe I would never be able to work as a bedside nurse again. I was about to give up. And I had one final interview for a position on a mother-baby unit at local level one trauma center, which the lesson here is don't say I'm not going to it because maybe that's the one that God has for you. She said, after so much rejection, I figured they'd take one look at my disabled body and turn me down. But to my surprise, when I brought up my chair, the response, wheelchair, the response wasn't what I was used to. Instead, here's what she heard, quote, I don't see why being in a wheelchair would impact your ability to deliver good nursing care in the slightest. Plus, you're the perfect height to catch. <sighs> She's stunned. She said, I was stunned, to say the least. I kept thinking they made a mistake. Maybe I misheard them. And then they say, so much so, I barely told anybody. <laughs> I had my orientation schedule in hand, but it was real. And I didn't mishear a thing. And I'm going to begin my orientation for my new job soon as a night shift staff nurse on a mother baby at the hospital's very first RN on wheels. I still keep thinking I'm going to wake up from this incredible dream. Y'all pray for me, she says, as this trauma junkie learns a very different specialty. Stay tuned.
as I navigate entering back into the world of bedside nursing on wheels. Interesting, isn't it? You keep getting rejected, rejected. You can live in that, right? You can just live in that whole thing. Like like the man by the pool. Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? That's a very great question, isn't it? You want this job? You know, do you want it? That's going to be a whole different world for you. But boy, is it exciting. Isn't that something? Awesome. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The Sound of Life. I'm Joe, and um, I will tell you this. If, if this happened and it was me and my wife and our kids, doesn't matter if the kids are in the car or not, because all things will fade away when the snake slithers I'm being very serious snake slithers out from underneath the hood of the car and that happened to a couple and their child in the car somehow they got a video out of it though boy that's modern society isn't it I mean you know that's between you and me you can tell well he's an old guy he ain't thinking about the video you know boy this is a great opportunity for a video here your wife getting bit by a snake or screaming and all this stuff you know the car going down the mountain because there's a snake what a video that is I don't think like that but I was definitely thinking of my wife I'm telling you right now if 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 a rope dropped out of the glove compartment and fell down, it would be the same thing. Exactly the same thing. But that actually happened. And on the video, you can hear the husband going, don't panic. It's not. It's just a garden snake. <laughs> really? <laughs> and you're like, do you think that makes any difference? One iota? Who's, respons- <laughs> who's responsible for this unwarranted attack? Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The sound of life. I got to share Grandma Elsie's little post and note here. She said she can't stop bragging about the firefighter who changed her life. She's in her 90s, and she accidentally set off her life alert pendant while mowing the lawn. (laughs) 13-year-olds, I think it's too hard. Brandon showed up and realized it was a false alarm, but he wanted to stay and help with the yard work. And he wanted to help with her house, which hadn't had attention in years, right? Got a hold of his four sons, and they went to town painting and fixing up her 1939 house that looked tattered. And uh, she said, nobody's asking him to do this. He has four kids, works 24-hour shifts, but did this on the side. It's amazing. It changed my life. That's what changes people's life. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, yeah, the song everybody hears at Christmas, Mary Did You Know. And uh, you do have to wonder what she didn't know, what she did know. She knows one thing, she was chosen by God. There was no doubt about that. I mean, when you get visited by an angel personally, you hear, you know, mano to mano from the angel, then it's that's a pretty heady thing. And she also knew her place in the world, you know, which was basically nothing, <laughs> right? She was a teenager, and, I mean, she had low social status. 
really. She knew the scriptures. She loved God. That's obvious, right? It's pretty amazing. Low social status. But it's evident that God really didn't care about that, did he? She, Mary, continues a long list of people in the Bible who felt inadequate. Moses certainly did. Rahab, David, Jonah, Naomi, just to name a few. God uses to fulfill his purposes. Pick those people. And, you know, they're pretty good birthday names. Wow, I mean, that's awesome. Pretty good names for your children, as I was trying to say. The Sound of Life. So I was having a little fun this morning with, you know, snakes in the car and bears in the backyard and stuff. We have a lot, a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, there's an area west of Kingston over near the Catskills there, up and down 209, right, places. There are quite a quite a few bear stories from around there, and you kind of get used to them. I, I, I my son lives out there uh, in Big Indian, so you know, and they have to <laughs> they get mad at people who just leave a bag of garbage like in the garage or something, you know, or out. You know, he said you can't do that, <laughs> you know, and so they know communities know when there's a bear around. Usually, in this particular community, did. Got it on video again, which I can understand. You know, you got time. You're in your house. You get it. The bear was caught in the act of eating her avocados. Now, this was in Florida. So you got a lot of fruit trees and stuff. I don't hear too many bear stories coming from Florida, but this one certainly was. And uh, they, she thought he was showing interest in the Christmas lights. But that's kind of a good thing, you know. It's like he's probably just enjoying them there for a minute. And then realize that this bear is stealing avocados from her tree. And uh, it, people in the neighborhood are complaining because they got fruit trees and that the bear's taking the fruit. And this interesting because when you call the authorities, they're like, ah, that's up between you and the bear. We can't get involved because you're the one that planted the fruit tree and you're putting it out there, right? And so if the bear comes along and gets it, I mean, if you don't want him to have the fruit, you got to take it up with the bear. Now, I kind of had this little thought. Instead of to keep the bear away from the avocados, what you do is get, I mean, and you can get day-old ones or what, right? Week-old ones. I'm sure that they don't sell all the jelly donuts. Bring, bring jelly donuts. Put them on the picnic table. The bear will forget all about the avocado. What is wrong with you? <laughs> the Sound of Life. Good morning. Welcome. I am Joe and came across... Pretty uh, interesting information. Thought I'd share it with you because I went on their website. Really cool. They make you want to get a tattoo. <gasps> what? <laughs> Some of you just ran off the road. There's a family of Coptic Christians, and I got to know a little bit about them when I was in Ethiopia. Uh, they're primarily in Ethiopia and Egypt and that part of the world. Like the original, they were, go back to original Christians, really. This family happens to be in Jerusalem. And they have been tattooing people since 1300. They have a really cool studio. I mean, you would think so. I don't care who you are. Razuk Tattoo is likely the oldest in the world. It's been visited by megachurch pastors, Catholic priests, and more. <gasps> the current owner is Wasim Razuk. He says his family business has benefited from the internet boom. I went and looked them up. They have some really cool, there's symbols, you know, that are tattoos, very intricate 
They make you want to get one when you see it. I'm serious. Especially at their shop. Where do you see this? It's like a thing out of a movie. It really is. I'm trying to stop. He's like, hey, what is he getting a commission or something? <laughs> it offers a range of designs. Uh, some of them are created with the original stamps that his ancestors use. Isn't that amazing? But, you know, so we're talking, man, I did this on purpose because I thought, let's talk about tattoos because that's a pretty wild thing. And you're you're one of my early birds. I think you can handle it, right? And I was talking to Pastor Andrew Farley a few months ago, and um, I asked him if he had a tattoo because you see there a lot of people, a lot of people in the church, a lot of leaders in the church have visited that store. I said, do you have a tattoo? Yeah, I don't have a tattoo, but I, I have a... I have a friend, uh, he, he has a tattoo of Leviticus 19, uh, which says you can't have a tattoo. <laughs> I love and, that. <laughs> no, and so, fun. you know, what, what he did was he got that tattoo in order to uh, have people ask about it. They go, hey, what's Leviticus 19 say? And he says, well, you know, it, it says you can't have a tattoo. <laughs> That's awesome. And then they're freaked out. Why do you have a tattoo that forbids a tattoo? And then he gets to explain, wait a minute, uh, we're under a new covenant. That's a and, great idea. You know, we're not under the law, so it's a lot of fun. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Well, you got to give him credit for trying, but you know, it's true. The same signs up there all the time. Buckle up, you know, don't drink and drive, slow down in the work zone. Speed limit's up there, too, but nobody sees that, apparently. I mean, you know, that's... but. New Jersey Department of Transportation said we want to we want to spice it up a little bit, mainly because we want people safe and we want to be able, we want them to see the message. So they changed those digital alert signs. Some of them said, "Get your head out of your apps." <laughs> people will be like, "What did it say? What?" You know, mashed potatoes, not your head. Some people thought they got hacked into. I can see why. Um. We'll be blunt. Don't drive high, you know. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Help prevent forest fires. There you go. My favorite is slow down. This ain't Thunder Road. Okay, beautiful. Love that. I mean, you got to give... I mean, in New Jersey, you would never think that, right? But the Federal Highway Administration came along, and they were like... Nip it in the bud. Yeah, you can't do that. Really? Really? That's what they said. Oh, you got to stop it. Can't do it. So, but, you know, you get that a lot, don't you? You try something, be wild, people look at you funny. It's kind of like when Jesus was walking, you know, got a new idea. We got different coming. Yeah, nah, they're going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to keep up with the 633 laws. I think I can do it. I'm, I just about got it down. <laughs> I think I'm almost there. I think we're going to get it, you know. Oh, boy. Get used to different, okay? The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You're as funny as a cry for help. The sound of life. Cup of Joe Morning Show. I am Joe, and talking about books being returned overdue to the library. This one takes a cake here in Australia. Man turned in a copy of a book, I guess is must have been his great-grandfather. Somebody back in the family had a copy of Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. Might have handwritten it. It's over, oh no, it's almost, almost 120 years old. Checked it out of the library in 1903. I figured, you know, by the time I'm 120, I'll probably be as valuable as that book. That's a joke, son. Don't you get it? I made a funny, son. The sound of life. Laughing. 
Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. It is the 12 days of Christmas for King and Country Day 2. Let's go to the Cup of Joe hotline, see if anybody wants to go see for King and Country. Good morning, Cup of Joe Morning Show. Who's this? This is Holly Bud. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Would you like to go see King for King and Country? Would oh you, my gosh, yes. Would you would you would you like to? I am sorry to tell you you're caller number three. No, I'm just even the holiday. Oh you're caller number twelve. Congratulations. I've got two VIP seats for you, a meet and greet and a fifty dollar online gift store card. Wow. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. You are certainly welcome. I'm certainly glad you're excited, because I am excited for you. Thank you. All right, we got Holly. Now, Monday between 7 and 8 will be day three of the 12 days of Christmas. And it's three tickets, three stocking stuffer bundles, stocking cap, ornaments, stickers, drumsticks, candles, CD. Imagine what day 12 is going to be. You just take it a day at a time, all righty? So congratulations, Holly. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face. And a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Well, I was talking about baseball the other day because in the news, the New York Mets uh, acquired a Justin Verlander as a pitcher. And I almost ran off the road when I saw the news. I would have if I'd have been driving. But, you know, he and I and I said something like I looked at the, you know, it's like 86 million or something for a couple of years. And well, I guess it's all about the money. And I thought about that later and I thought well and especially since the Yankees re-signed Aaron Judge for a lot of money. I mean but anyway I'll get to that in a second but I, so I was I, I thought well Justin Verlander man he's he has pitched for 18 years and you may know that a lot of it with Detroit and then with Houston so he's got a couple of World Series rings He's married to a celebrity, Kate Upton. I don't think it's about the money. I think that I think he wanted to go to New York, and maybe Kate Upton wanted to go to New York. I'm certainly, I should probably enjoy it. You know, he's kind of, I mean, he's got his career. You know, maybe. I don't know. Mike said he wanted to go to a team that didn't have a chance of making the playoffs, but I don't know if that's true or not. But you know, all the Yankee fans, of course, wanted Aaron Judge. Everybody's in love with him. I mean, the whole league's in love with him. And he we, he broke the home run record this year. The the pundits were saying, well, his next contract's going to start with a three and a lot of zeros, and it did. And I'm sure people are glad. But, you know, he's uh, an outspoken Christian, and I know I've seen Christians in other sports, and major league sports, and they've been pretty outspoken. His is not about the money. You may look at it and go, whoa, but he was offered more money by other clubs. Now, I don't know, you know, it's like, well, that's enough money for the for the half the state. It does seem that way. But, you know, he and maybe he sees it that way. But they'll do a lot of good he'll do a lot of good things with that. He'll he'll support and he's already got a foundation. So, you know, and I've heard other people in other professional sports. It, a lot of it doesn't get out because they don't really want it to get out, do they? You know, and, I mean, it's a big deal, but they don't want people where they're like, you know, God has gifted me to be able to do this. I have this platform and this is what I'm going to do with it. And I don't, I'm not doing it to get notification. I'm sure that's what judges think. Now, now I just hope he doesn't go out and 
you know, get in trouble or something like that. Well, <laughs> you've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.